and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. This is the professor. And today we are joined by a brand new special guest. It is the magnificent, it is the fabulous, it is the much anticipated and oh so beautiful, Jordy. Hello. A lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm diversifying. <laughs> I'm so honored. It's, uh, it's been five, five and a half months of podcasts and it has been only the beer mistress as the lady representing the ladies. So She tried so hard for so long to keep that title, but we are bringing in another woman today. Welcome to my world, Miss Jordy. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad you're a beer lover so that you can enjoy with us. Well, we've had many beer travels together. It's true. It's true. Uh, today on the show, because Miss Jordy is a lot of things, but she is definitely a comedian and um, a brilliant, talented soul. Look, I'm setting the bar really high. You are. She's like, oh my God, it's a little early for all of that. Uh, but I, when I knew she was coming on, I had to pick a beer that was suitable to her uh, countenance, if you will. So uh, <laughs> we picked a Ballast Point. An imperial red ale with the fantastic name of Tongue Buckler. Because we have wrecked our palate recently, so we decided now it's time to buckle our tongues. Yes? Also, I think we just had uh, great success just last week with the, uh, the beer dinner that we hosted with the Ballast Point Sculpin IPA, which yes. is quite nice. So. I actually think that is the only beer I've ever had from Ballast Point. Me as well. So I think it's nice to try something else from them, see if that was like their fluke one awesome beer, or if everything they do is awesome, and we should keep checking them out. Well, and somehow we've been doing this for five and a half months, and I don't think we've ever done a red ale. I can tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> well, the viewers can't see me, but I myself am an imperial red. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> I didn't think of it. So you picked a perfect We probably should today. have sold it that way instead yeah, of the tongue buckler way. <laughs> That's great. Jordy is lovely and redheaded. And it's real, too. Yeah, absolutely. We can tell them that. It's mostly real. It's mostly real. It's enhanced real. Me too. Ian was very patiently waiting for me to get my hair dyed the other day because I have grays that I don't like to admit to. And whereas I call him out on his grays, I'm a woman, so, you know, I can't possibly hang out with my own. Mine also look fantastic. Well, at the ripe old age of 20, <coughs> I'm about 80% gray right now, so... That might have something to do Ooh. with um, your profession of choice. I agree with that. Drinking beer, my profession. <laughs> <laughs> Prematurely grazed you. I think it keeps you young and vibrant until the next morning. This smells glorious. You can definitely smell the imperial on it. This is ranking it at 10% if that wasn't mentioned. Uh, it wasn't, which is more than I was expecting for the red ale, but again, with the imperial, that usually drives up the ABV. Yeah, Jordy, you're the only one with a clear glass, so you're going to have to describe the color to us a little bit. Well, it's very close to the color of my enhanced hair. <laughs> it's like a... So you're saying it's not gray. It's, it's not gray. It's more of an auburn. Actually, look at that in the light. That's gorgeous. It is. It's like a, a ruby almost. Yeah. A little cloudy. Yeah. It's, it's a good cloudy. fall color. It is. I just, I noticed that Harvest red. since the winter... Classy. Wow. Classy professor. I like her. She can stay. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to get rid of me right a couple now. times. Now it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> it's like, that's why I named the podcast after myself, so that he can't get rid of me. Mm. 
The head did not stay, which surprised me a little bit um, just because of the thickness of the pour. But I like the hops in it. I think that's what's saving it for me versus a normal red ale, which is sometimes just a little flat. Did your tongue buckle? Not really. I don't think it had that hop bitterness enough to, to quite... When I, when I hear certain names, I really expect a lot from them. Uh, there's... I forget. I think it's a, It's called a Daisy Cutter IPA. I forget what company puts it out. But when I hear Daisy Cutter, I'm thinking it's going to be... I mean, there's like a bomb called the Daisy Cutter, which is like a bunker buster, basically. Which oh, is wow. just like... It's a huge bomb. But I tried it, and I was like, well, I mean, it's got some hops in it, but... That was it didn't um, quite live up to its name. Swashbuckler Brewing Company has oh gosh, what is it called? Oh, it's lost. It's a double IPA, and it's it's uh, the no skull skull crusher. It, it's something like that, and I really like. I took one sip and was like, "Well, where's the rest?" Of it? it basically implies like a migraine. I don't. I obviously it doesn't live up to its. <clears throat> it does. I will be honest. I felt that way the next day. <laughs> But I didn't feel that way when I was drinking it. Uh-huh. So I was, uh, yeah, again, a little disappointed. Now, I'm going to say that because of the hops, these aren't your citrus hops. So that could be part of... Sure. Ian has a love of citrus hops, mm-hmm. and they're just not... I'm just saying it's not overwhelming. When I hear tongue buckler, I feel like it should make my tongue quite literally buckle and... Put like that, a Sour Patch sour, Kid? Like yeah, some kind exactly. of visceral response? No, it's definitely not. It doesn't live up to the name. But at 22-ounce bottles, you wouldn't really want that much buckling. True. It's also quite a nice flavor, though. It is. Yes. It's quite good. It's quite good. And uh, Cousin Max isn't here to talk about the bottle art, but it is. It's a fun bottle art. Uh, it is a pirate holding a tongue that I am... Oh, yep, there's With a man a in the back. a sword and a guy in the background holding his face. <laughs> Do you want to see That's it, Jordy? She looks a little traumatized by that description. Let's see. Oh, oh, his tongue. Oh, wow. There's some blood on that sword. Well, it's a red ale. <laughs> wow. That pirate. Jeez, he's nasty. So Ballast Point well. is out of California. Um, did you get any new badges unlocked for drinking this one? Uh, well, pairing up with last night's drinking and this morning's as we uh, podcast right now, it's saying... Uh, five beers in one day. They're just samples, but I think it was more in a twenty-four hour period that they didn't quite catch the fact that I went to bed. And... Don't they know you barely sleep? I mean, come now. So Jordy was talking about some of our beer adventures and the travels that we have gone on. She is wearing her Flying Monkeys T-shirt right now, Damn. which I thought was quite a homage. I miss Flying Monkeys. I wish we could have some. I wish we could get in it the here. States. Yeah. It's um it's a brewery up in Toronto. No, yes. yes. Yeah, they're okay. in Toronto. I my Canadian geography is worse than there my American many, geography. Actually, if I could turn around there in many uh, it lists all the places that they are. Awesome. In Canada, they're all over the place. I know up a Canadian. There. You know <laughs> Just a Canadian? One? Yes. That's not for me. Wildly <laughs> impressed by you right now. <laughs> I'm a world traveler. You sure are. It helps when she comes to Philadelphia. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> So Jordy and I met, I'm going to fess up to this, um, playing Amish in an original musical uh, that played to three weeks of sellout crowds in Ontario. Miraculously. Yeah. Who knew? Sellout shows. It was, it was great. Um, 
but that, you know, spending three weeks with someone out of the country and conveniently during Ontario Craft Brew Week, which was only their second one ever, I believe. I think it was. Was just a great way to find out we get along wonderfully. And it was at two of those events that we ended up meeting the regional rep for Flying Monkeys. And mm-hmm. he, he was great to us. Yeah, he took gave us, me this handy t-shirt. Took us on some private tours to gastro pubs that are a little out of the way and where he knew the owner and oh man we ate we drank we were so merry so merry that was actually my first experience with mckeller yeah yeah Got a little, my life never forget your a first control <laughs> of her uh, my life Ooh. has gotten so much more expensive since i discovered oh, mckeller god me too it's so worth it though it's a, we have never had him on the show. Beer is kind of an interesting thing because I really won't bat an eye to spend $12 on a beer. But if you ask me to spend $12 on a lot of other things, I'll be like, I don't know. I Mostly because it's like, Mm-mm. that could be a beer. Well, well I remember <laughs> when I met you because I was a poor actor and you were a coffee shop. And you know what that venti latte can cost some days. Ugh. And I wouldn't, I absolutely brewed my own coffee at home and what did that, but then I would send him pictures of like all of the beer that I had just bought. And then I felt like a hypocrite because I'm going, well, I won't spend $6 on a latte. You'll put out for beer, but not for coffee. Yeah. I'll put out for coffee. I'd I'd spread them for some good coffee. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I didn't realize how hard it is to get good coffee in some parts of the world. It's almost impossible unless you're in like an actual city. Yeah. Well, and even in the places that they harvest the coffee, if the locals aren't coffee drinkers, you're still not going to find it because they export it all. Exporting all the good stuff. Are you being specific to Africa? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Figured. That's a little rough. Now, they did have a great um, spiced tea that if you ordered it, like their local tea was like like a black tea. But if you ordered it spiced, they would actually go back with a mortar and pestle and break down the spices and put that in the bottom of your glass. And it tasted like a really pungent chai. Wow. So that was sort of got me through. But, I mean, without the caffeine that I was, you know, that I was expecting. From my tea espresso. has an excellent amount of caffeine. It's just a different kind of caffeine high. Yeah, it never really. I started drinking tea when I was really young. Me too. Um, and so I don't, it's just never been a thing. Tea that for me is if I need sustainable caffeine, I'll drink tea. Um, coffee is more of a spike. If it's like, all right, just need to make it a couple more hours. Cup of coffee, a couple shots of espresso. If I, I need to stay up all night writing a paper. sleep, I drink copious amounts of beer. <laughs> it does have... See, but that's very rarely that's restful effect. sleep for me. Like, the first two hours is like, oh, yeah, that's great. You pass out. Yeah. But then you're up at like 5 a.m. Going, well, why well, didn't I rest? Well, Usually I'm waking up at 5 a.m. going, crap, I'm late for work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be there now yeah not a morning kind of gal that's what ian told me to make sure you were still coming yes yeah, uh, like, just check on her i know it's early no, those actor folks. i was wide the hell up at 10 i was like oh breakfast outs here i come i'm ready i was like should i have coffee or should i not have coffee but luckily i did because now i have some glorious imperial red nice yeah it's good it is I don't know that I've ever had beer this early, actually. What? How long have you known us? Have Have we ever gotten up this early and drink? We need to brunch in more often. It's Breakfast true. beers are fantastic. They are. You can even bring McKellar into no, it. No, because you know what? When we were in the Dominican, we drank this early, but we had liquor. That's true. 
We did not Nothing have beer. There was no beer on that trip. I find it's hard to find good beer on islands. Well, I brought back the beer yeah, from was, the micro fridge it was or whatever. Fantastic beer. I just made beer bread out of it, but it was free. That's right. It was great. Actually, Jordy is a great mixologist. I would be sitting out on the balcony with my little citronella candle reading books (laughs) late at night, and she would just open up the mini fridge and figure out what bottles of liquor were in there and be like, hey, you want me to make you something? And she'd mix it with whatever she could find. like citrus Bacardi or something (laughs) god-awful. I don't know. And juice. Like you said, it's free. Yeah, I was throw it all together. Great. You got a cocktail, and then we would just hoard it somewhere else so that the maids would uh, replenish Refresh it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like these girls sure do drink a lot. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's what you do on those vacations. Oh, it was great. We need to do it again. Oh yeah, it was absolutely. Uh, but this time in a mountain with a cabin. I, you know what? I keep saying that to Jason. I would like to do like a couple's trip. Because we were just talking about that, actually. It would be a lot of fun to put, you know, like, eight people together in one of those big cabins with lots of bedrooms and a roaring fireplace. And yes. especially because we all love to cook so much and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, man, what a gluttonous time that would be. It would just be, like, awesome food and booze and, like, probably some silly yes. board games or something. Right. <laughs> and yeah. It, yeah, bring the magic cards or whatever. Like, it, it'll be all good. But I love the idea of go from, like, the kitchen to the fireplace to the hot tub on the deck and then uh-huh. rinse and repeat. You know, just keep Absolutely. doing it. Uh, I Fall think, asleep when you're tired, wake up when you're not. I don't think I could do it for a week, but I think I could do it for a nice, like, four-day weekend. A long weekend, yeah. yeah. Do you ski? No, not with my knee. Oh, that's right. I have skied once do in you? my life, and I... I've never tried. I'd be willing to. Yeah, I've never um, tried either. I don't think I'm any really good at it. My boyfriend was just in one of those gigantic cabins for a bachelor party in Vermont. Oh, that sounds dangerous. they were all day, and then... They were in the giant cabin with the roaring fireplace, and they had a jacuzzi out on the deck that I think, you know, could hold like eight to ten people. There was a sauna in there, oh. you know, pool table, you know, recreation room kind of thing. Vermont? Like you know what's in Vermont. Stuff. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Which brewery is Hill it? Farmstead. Which one did they go to? Oh, darn. I forget, but it was something that severely disappointed. Like oh, really? L, maybe? I don't know. There's a couple places in New England that we really want to go. It's also, we're not that far from, say, like West the Virginia. The Poconos aren't bad. I True. Mean, I want to go whitewater rafting. They're, part they're of close, it. which is mm. nice. If, you're going, if you only have fun. four or five days, I'd rather spend less time traveling. Agreed. True. Certainly. All right. We're doing a vacation. All right. Someone send, us, someone send us the info on your cabin that we can rent out, please. Because please. We're just finding that we keep coming up with these ideas and then don't have the time to thoroughly research yeah. them. Well, you're pretty darn good at finding cheap I, travel deals. It's Well, that's because I love to travel, but I don't have the budget to do it. The oh, way that you the, are preaching to the choir. The normal world does. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish I had a real job. I had... Ugh. Or a side hobby that pays me. You wish you had a real job. One that, like, you know, you're I made money with. Speaking to an actress. <laughs> an actor as well, thank you. Who has a pretty steady survival job. Yeah. Uh, Mine is writing. How was <laughs> how was that final. balloon animal audition? Oh. So, all right. Did you hear about this? No, I'd love to, though. Agent, <laughs> he looks so amused right now. <laughs> my agent sent me on an audition for <clears throat> Do No Harm on NBC. And the part, which it hasn't aired yet. Okay. So, um, the part was for a balloon shape maker. I don't want to artiste. say animals. A, a balloon artiste. Oh, right. Um, at a child's party. It had like four lines. Great. 
whatever, it's a day player role. And I, I, in, the, in the scene, the woman had to make a sword. Oh, gosh. Okay. Out of balloons. That sounds... So, and then there was something about giving the child a crown. So I'm like, okay, I'll Google how to make a sword out of balloons just in case. So I Google it, and in theory, I know how to make it. <laughs> you didn't practice? I don't... Let me say this. I have an irrational fear of balloons popping. <laughs> so I don't ever have... Better. I don't ever have balloons around me. Well, I don't like I may, them in my company. I don't have an irrational fear of balloons popping, but I also don't have a drawer full of balloons. Right, most anymore. people just do not. <laughs> not something I generally keep around. Unless it is your hobby to make balloon creatures. Which is not mine because I hate Condoms balloons. don't count. <laughs> Condoms don't count. They don't blow up quite as well. And uh, inhaling and no lubricant fun. and spermicide is not. No. So, so I get to, oh, the, I'm like, you. okay, in theory, it was like 12 o'clock at night and I'm in bed, you know, just Googling, oh, wouldn't this be funny, you know, if I had to one day make a balloon sword. Anyway, so I get to the audition. I show up. This There's a girl ahead of me. So mind you, there were four different roles being cast that day for this one scene. So there are all different types of people there. A girl about four people ahead of me was going in for the same part as me. I hear a lot of commotion in the room, and she's in there for a while, and she comes out, and she has a crown and a sword made out of balloons. <laughs> and I have a look of terror on my face, and I go... Did they make you make that in there? And she's like, yeah, but it's totally fine because I do it on the weekends. <laughs> and I proceed to nearly poo myself. <laughs> and so the casting director comes out and she's like, oh, here's a, a box of balloons and a pump just in case anybody wants to practice. And I'm like, holy shh, I'm going to have to do this in the room. Oh, my God. What do I do? Oh, my God. So there are, you know, still three people ahead of me. This is when your smartphone comes in handy. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I pulled out the phone of wonders. I Googled it immediately. I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this. And the, all the people in the room are just staring at me. I feel all these eyes just like laser beaming through my head. I couldn't perform my task because I was so nervous. I started pumping up balloons and just twisting them. I'm just twisting. I'm like, <laughs> everything I learned the night before, just my fingers turned into jello. I couldn't do anything. So finally, I get this sword made. It's the most simple sword that you can possibly make. I hold it up in front of me. It looks like a giant wiener. <laughs> I'm like, they are going to laugh at me. So I go in there. I started trying to make a crown. And it just turned into a triangle. <laughs> it was a triangle. It's a tricorn hat. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm going to do a Benjamin Franklin hat. <laughs> so I go in and she's like, I love your sword so much. I want to keep it all day. She's like, what, is this, what does this look like? She's like turning it and like holding it up to the light. She's like, what does this resemble? <laughs> I guess it's just a sword. And I'm like crapping myself thinking that she is going to realize that this looks like a giant phallus. <laughs> and I I was like, I couldn't make a crown. I don't I don't do balloon animals on the weekend. I didn't know that that was a requirement. My agent didn't tell me. She didn't ask me if I'm a clown on the weekends. <laughs> and so the red like, hair, they just assume. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, but you're an Imperial Red. You must know how. So anyway, uh, she's like, okay, well, here. And she starts twisting it. She's like, I don't really know how to make a crown either. So she kind of makes one, like, attaches two balloons together. And she's like, okay, so just do the lines and just twist it as if you're finishing it and give it and we'll pretend like you just finished it. It's the magic of Needless to say, I didn't get the freaking part, (laughs) obviously. Well, she was very nice to you, though. But she was very nice. She could have just laughed at you and sent you home. She probably should have, because (laughs) I was humiliated. Once I stepped out of the room, all the other girls were like, oh, I brought my own balloons. I brought my own kit. And like, oh, well, screw all you bitches. Like, whatever. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. Why did my agent send me on that part? I don't, I think sometimes the agents just look at, like, like the requirements, the height, like, the weight, yeah. and the gender, and after that, they don't. They're like, I know of, a girl that's this size. I, I, got I know a girl that's a girl. Yeah, <laughs> I got a call once that was like, "So I see on your resume that you speak, like, elementary Spanish." I was like, "Yes." Well, how elementary is that exactly? Because I have a role for a voiceover Spanish speaker. Can I send you on that audition? <laughs> oh my god! I haven't taken Spanish since like my second semester of college. Right. I can, the like, out us, a sentence. The two of us together maybe spoke fragmented sentences I would of say, Spanish in the Dominican. Yeah, on a one to five, we were like a one plus, two minus. <laughs> if we put our, what was great was because we, we didn't know each water. other back in the day, our vocabularies did not overlap. So if you put our vocabularies together, our Spanish wasn't so bad. You could read almost right. everything. We, but we also don't conjugate. I speak entirely in infinitives. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... I to have to go <laughs> to need. It's like we oh. spoke really good Spanglish. Yeah. My friend like, was in that movie. Really? Yeah. We were like Tango Una drink, por favor. <laughs> Thirsty still. <laughs> Another please. <laughs> Spanish, right? There weren't any Spanish words yeah, in that sentence. Exactly. <laughs> the pointing. The That's pointing all the Spanish speaks. that I you know. You said, "What did you call?" Oh, what's the word for boss? You, we Hefe? kept call- We were like, Hefe, we love you! <laughs> and he's like, oh, tall American girls, I come up to their boobies. Perfect height. <laughs> Perfect. We got to go Perfect behind the bar to hang out with Hefe. Like, he was... We always got served I've been first. behind bars. Whatever, you're it's not awesome. special. No, it's awesome. Whatever. Yeah, in Germany, because I speak not a lick of German... Uh, actually, Jason dropped me off at the airport and gave me three phrases, which were, I am an American, I do not speak German, do you speak English? Which I thought would have been helpful to have in advance so I could practice them, but no, he just was sort of like a, here's your bags, here's your language, see you in two weeks. Have a safe trip. Yeah. Um, I just got so exasperated because I didn't have a clue what they were saying that I would just have a conversation with them and I would speak English and they would speak German and who knows what we were saying to each other because... But you managed. I had a conversation like that on a train ride once. I was going from the Netherlands to Rome, which I'll tell you what, is like an 18-hour train ride. And this little old lady kind of sat down across the way from me and she was like nodding at me and I was like nodding back. You've got a friendly face. And then we started talking and I'm pretty sure she just spoke Dutch and... I only spoke English and very, very minor French. <laughs> but somehow we had a conversation. And you wound up making out with her, didn't you? Well, it was a long train ride. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. Conversations don't always have to be words. A lot of it is body language. 
and pointing. <laughs> and pointing. I'll tell you what. I, I think of that when I watch the renditions of like Pocahontas and stuff like that. You know, that they didn't, obviously, if you've never been to the New World and you don't understand the Native American languages and stuff, how how did you become a translator? How much grunting and pointing and acting out charades did there have to be for years before you could speak the language, you know? Right, there was no basis for it. it right. It felt like it was a romance language. And you didn't like, go oh, get... Well, I speak Spanish, so French kind of makes sense. And also I'm from England, so there's like all this stuff. You know, they spoke French in England for a long time. So you don't go get the Rosetta Stone and right. learn how to speak Inuit or Iroquois <laughs> or, you know, like whatever. You really got to You got to hang with them. Yeah. You got to go all dances with wolves with them. But it's, it's got to be a lot of Body language. Mm. So uh, fun Facebook keeping you in touch with people tidbit. So our friend Amanda, um, who is living in Chicago or... I don't know, the greater Illinois area. Is there anywhere in Illinois that isn't in Chicago? Whatever. Um, so she just started bartending. And uh, I asked her how it was going because I thought she would be a great bartender. And she told me that she just introduced the tavern to the Dirty Guinness in the Dirty Hole Garden. She is very, very proud what's, of that fact. What's in a Dirty Guinness? Uh, it's frambois. Oh. It's like a dirty hoe. Gotcha. But it's just delicious. I didn't love it. I only tried it once. Um, and it was just because I love my Guinness, and maybe I'm a Guinness purist. I don't know that I've ever had that. Also, it floats, so it sounds pretty delicious. Oh, the top it of mix? it, the top of it is you know definitely more intense than uh, once you get to the bottom. Yeah. I think it. I think it They're different. Well. It sounds like it could be delicious. I like it. I think it has a nice little. Um, it just adds like that raspberry. It's like a raspberry chocolate. Yeah, kind of exactly. Flavor. Hmm. I like the sound of that. But still an ABV that's manageable. Guys, it's Sunday. Sunday school is not happening. Sunday school is not happening today. And we're a little sad by this. We are. We is the royal we mostly of me. Right. No, I tried. I was in the shower this morning trying to figure out logistically how it could happen. And not the truth is... It can't. If I did not sleep last night, it could have been a feasible... Maybe if I don't sleep tonight, I could go for like the last hour. Yeah. Well, maybe. It depends on your uh, who you're riding with. True. We but. really need to get in on a Sunday school. I'm just so What's lazy it? on Sundays. Oh. I don't get out of pajamas. <laughs> I don't shower. <laughs> you know what, though? You when football's not on, it's... Right. Re- right. What do I- Everybody idea. knows. When you're famous? Everybody knows. I'm totally going to sell that to like Sunday. TMZ. I'm going to be like, you know that, Stop it. that famous actress, Jordy, who's... I'm going to tell you a little secret about the world. <laughs> People don't shower on Sundays. It's the day of rest. You may be different, <laughs> but most people just don't do. Do you know? I started a tradition in college. Sundays. I keep forgetting that there are, there are explicit rules. Yes. <laughs> no, don't drop any f bombs. No. In my don't. daily life, they fly all over the place. Seriously, I'm, I was like, why can't we just be uh, like? Why can't I? Just I'm not looking to go out of my things. way to say it just for kicks, yeah. but in my general vocabulary, I'm a little. Well, much more vulgar than I am yeah. on this year podcast. My yeah, life is very PG, except DC traffic in the last year and You're, a half has yeah. made me become quite You're quite eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You you create your own dirty words, which I appreciate that... because no one else knows what the hell you're talking. They're just like some weird <laughs> Lancaster words. She says heck a lot. Okay. Oh heck! Ah! Oh heck! Ooh, I'm so bad right now. What oh, the heck? heck. I like phi. That really expresses a lot. 
Gee, gee golly, Shannon. Oi, you... except when Ian yells at me, then it feels like he's scolding a dog. That's because that's the only time you say oi. <laughs> well, you say it at me a lot. <laughs> it's a scolding word. Okay. My only... Usually it's one of those like, hey, don't throw that away. I wanted to eat those leftovers. Hey, bad. Oi. And then he, he hits you on the snout with a rolled up finger. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, could we make it through one episode without talking about my nose, please? I think you're the one that always Hey, at up. least you're not sure. talking about mine. Thank God. That's usually the time um, of conversation. Rewind. My Sunday tradition that I started in college is if it is at all feasible, and in about 80 to 85% of my Sundays, I make it feasible, I, I believe that on the seventh day, God rested, and therefore I shouldn't have to wear a bra. Simple thing. Should I even touch that one? <laughs> is that fair game? Hey, <laughs> Ian's like, can I touch bra. that one? Wearing a bra. Okay. I mean, I, I actually, can't go out of the house with that one. I put one on this morning, and it was about an I hour. Mean, you could. Don't pr- right it was like an hour and no. a half into my day, yeah. and I was, oh, the straps kept falling down, and I was getting very annoyed. I'm like, it is Sunday. Why did I even bother? So, now tonight we're serving a dinner. When we, when I go, put on my sassy little black dress. Yes, I will make sure yes. that that's appropriate. But... I'm gonna go shower before we do that. <laughs> Let's get my hair did. If get we... your, oh, get your hair did. He's got some Aquanet in there. It's kind of Aquanet, so that it doesn't move. It's the mega hold. It really is. You're such a '50s housewife. I can't believe they still make this stuff. (laughs) I wouldn't pay for that. There was a girl at work ranting last week about how upset she was at the women's suffrage movement. Uh, And I mean, there was this like eerie quietness in the office as we're all trying to figure out what it is that she's getting at. She said that it was or the women's housewife. right to vote that has ruined her life. And that it has... How old is this person? 26, what? maybe. Yeah. Did uh, she just want to be a housewife? She said, if it weren't for voting, I would be at home vacuuming with a martini in my hand right now. But instead, I'm sitting behind this damn desk and this sucks. So I blame you, women of the 1920s. <laughs> we were not... Talk about not being able to touch something. Like, wow. What is the right answer I mean, she's that? not exactly wrong. Yeah. But, and if that's what she wants out of life, she really can't get it anymore without being, like, some weird gold digger, you know? But like fought long and hard. Right. Well, and it's one of those things when you're fighting for something, you don't always know the implications. Right. You know, when you think of the vote, you don't also think about, you know, I want that job. Or I want to have someone else raise my kids because I'm working eight hours a week. And, you know, like, there's a lot that goes down I want that to say path. that I don't think that women should not mm-hmm. be able to vote. But... Before they, before they could vote, one family incomes were completely the norm and sustainable, and yeah. now people struggle with two. Well, but that also has well, something to do with living beyond your means. A little bit, but also not. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. It really, life is expensive, and you need, I mean, you really need that if you want to be comfortable right. in a lot of ways, or you need to learn how to get creative and cut corners if you're going to have one and parent hey, stay home. plenty of people are making it work, and that's fine. Like, I I love the world the way it is. I think women are fully capable of doing it. Everything men are. I love women. I think they're all fantastic and intelligent and probably well, better. Well, he keeps doing it all fantastic. <laughs> they're pretty great. Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> but our world has changed a lot in those 50 years, 50 years, 60 years now? Uh, it's been almost 100. 100 years? Since women's suffrage. Oh, that's right. You know what's amazing about this? We are just recording for all Why time. Why you call how you bad, <laughs> How bad we are at geography and yeah. history. And 
We even have trouble retaining what Berlin taught us about brewing. <laughs> it's because we're always drinking when we do it. <laughs> like, how smart are you when you're drinking? Jordy That's really was... what this thing should be called. <laughs> <laughs> next time, yeah, next time we do trivia, maybe we should start with trivia instead of end with trivia. Because we always wait till we're like 45 minutes in and you've yeah, had a couple of beers. Yeah, but I also feel like there's just that, there's like that right amount of beer where you're just like, my brain is so relaxed right now that any information Everything just comes. Clear. It just floats to the top. That's what I love about playing like pub trivia or quizzo or whatever it is you want to call it is yeah. to me, you know, by the time you get to the third round, that's when I know the answers. The first two <laughs> rounds, I'm too busy, you know, talking to my friend or thinking really hard and it's not, it's not coming. You got to hit that point of clarity. Yeah. Well, I think it makes, it also is easier on them, like the music rounds. I can come up with song names and artists and stuff that I wouldn't know when I'm you know, sitting here talking to you, but a couple beers in. That's why I can't drink Yingling anymore, because I did every... you can drink it all, all night and still be sober as a judge. Every Wednesday for an entire <laughs> year, I played Quizzo, mm-hmm. and the beverage special was $2 pints of Yingling. It so... always is, no matter where you are. Well, because you're from the Philly area. I used to go down to Baltimore to the Johns Hopkins campus and play Quizzo. I remember that. And it was always... Pints of Yingling. Which is way better than a lot of the other things they typically discount. Oh, yeah, like Miller Lite or other watery. My favorite was JP, who would walk in, throw them a credit card just so he could open a tab, and he would always order a bottle of Miller Lite and a scotch. And he would double fist a Miller Lite and a scotch. Oh. I'm like, what an interesting combination. A good scotch or just like a. I never judge. Did he shoot it or did he. No, he would sip it. So something, something so that's something pretty decent. Decent, I guess. Did he just say end of scotch, or did he order a particular kind of scotch? I don't know. This was like four years Fair ago. Enough. I know more about scotch since meeting you than I ever knew then. So, But he's also the one who tried to bring Miller Lite to my craft beer barbecue, and I sent him back to his car, which was parked three blocks away, because it was not allowed inside my gate. I said, okay. you saw the invite. The invite said, no, mass market American beer. You might be funny in your head it is not funny in my world so walk it buddy it's not allowed through these doors no good for you i i'm telling you i thought that it was a, i like the winter wine party summer beer barbecue it just it's our speed you were at ours this year yeah how was it Excellent. what should we do uh, this is not this is not fishing for a compliment what should we do next year different and what should we definitely keep you should make sure it doesn't rain. Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> I'll start um, sacrificing things now. <laughs> you should keep those grilled shrimp with the habanero lime deliciousness. Nice. Because those are fantastic. I remember how to make that recipe. And those sliders. <laughs> Best sliders ever. Best sliders ever. They were pretty awesome. Everything was delicious. You know what? I got really drunk really fast. Maybe we should. And that was a problem. Start with something heavier. Yeah. Because people are probably showing up hungry. Right. On an empty stomach. Because we had like the salsa and the guacamole and the deviled eggs. But we also gave them a wine stefaner. Yeah. So. Just a wine stefaner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good point though. Thank you for that. That was, let's, we're filing and that we away. And keep the cigar hour. That was a like nice, that was wonderful. I thought it was a nice close to the evening. It was really, really lovely. I think part of it is because Ian and I are always flitting about, you know, preparing the next course and we don't have the time to enjoy your company the way we would like to. So when the cigars roll around, it's after dessert. Well, that's what I love about 
old school style was like they'd have this epic meal and then they would all adjourn to the smoking room where they would have a brandy and a cigar and that's where like the real conversation happened that was like the end of the evening like Hmm. Let's have let's have real talk after those three bottles of wine and that's yeah. a, that's on my to do list. The Powerball is now over 150 million. So when I win it, that's all. I, I mean, I basically need a combination of the best food and drink the world has to offer, and either a personal trainer or a liposuction that can go like hand oh, in hand, girl. so that we can just keep it going. 150 Absolutely. million. I think I would just build my dream home. Where though? Anywhere I wanted. What I'm saying is, where would you want? If you had the choice, hmm, where would you want to live forever? Here. I like it here. Did I, I you like knowing there. people. You wouldn't want to start over. Like well, yeah, That's but with 150 yeah. mil, I could know people real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you could have any friend I'd be you real want good to. at meeting people. <laughs> there are days he'll text me and he's like, hey, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? And I have to be honest, Ian. I don't know anything about that. But between the two of us, we know someone for everything. So let's put our heads together and which it, it's like which point. accountant, which lawyer, which insurance salesman, which banker, who should we call that knows this? It's really convenient. My friend Oliver always jokes that I've got a guy for everything. And it's just like, he's like, oh, yeah, I was thinking about doing this. And I'm like, I know someone. Well, you're good at talking to people. I always, I always kind of know someone. Yeah. It was a little sad to me. We went back, if you, uh, if you remember maybe two months ago when we had that conversation about Lidditz and our trip to the Bull's Head Pub. Uh, but Ian and I went back about a week ago and we talked to the owner again just at the very end of our dinner and he didn't recognize us. And we had a great time, but we both felt embarrassed that the first time we went there, we were we looked like Sunday. You know, we looked like disheveled <laughs> t-shirt wearing. showered. Yeah. We looked like Sunday. Uh, which we hate doing because Did obviously... If our company is called The Dashing Rogue, we make a business of trying to... Trying to look nice. Yeah. Um, so he, afterwards, he sort of reinforced to me as we were driving back, this is why we should take that extra hour and make sure we look nice because we're going to meet people wherever we go. So when we went back this time, we were dressed up and the man had no idea who we were. I <laughs> had an extreme haircut. That's true. Oh, then. right. So you didn't look like a wolf anymore. Right. <laughs> right. The moon went away so. and I was back to being a human. <laughs> Do you have business cards yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, ha- I think we got those, like, third. We, oh. We we're like, we should probably have I've some beer business thing oh. stuff. Okay, what should we call it? Okay, here's business cards. Yeah, oh. I think it went incorporate, them. get a logo, and then business cards. We'll that it all. Yeah. Yeah. I like to collect things on my refrigerator. You can uh, hand them out to friends yeah, if they great. are talking about beer. I tell people like, I know about. some people that like beer. I was bragging about you guys. Oh, tell us more. We have good egos. Just make it happen. We went to a, well, we went to what was supposed to be a surprise birthday party, but the people just got married in a couple months ago. Okay. September? No, December 1st, they got married. Oh, are there the pictures online that you were showing? Yes, probably, yeah. They had a comic book themed wedding. It was awesome. They decoupaged uh, wine bottles for their centerpieces with comic book strips. That's adorable. It was awesome. And now, when we're talking comic book, are we talking like superheroes or like... Superheroes. Archie. Superheroes. <laughs> the uh, boutonnieres for all the groomsmen were Green Lego superheroes. Oh my gosh, I Everybody love it. Everybody had a different one. And um, so one of the... you who your groomsman was by what... Absolutely. Who was. And they all had superhero, like the logo T-shirts under their tuck shirts. Awesome. So like everyone has a picture like this with it, you know, the logo in there. Um, it was really cool. But that's cute. I love. I love. 
All right, I will say right now, I'm not sure that I will ever get married or have kids. That being said, I love weddings and I love how non-traditional they've become. Absolutely. While still maintaining a lot of their traditions. You still have the ceremony, you still have a gathering of friends, you still have, and like I've seen some really nice ones at like really nice places that are just a little bit funky and it's great. I love it. We've gone to four weddings since September and we have four more before November. Wow. We have um, May, June, and July, and then one in November. Nice. It's ridiculous. So my point is, uh, we've been collecting, you know, save the dates and invitations and like pictures of people's babies that they sent for holiday cards on the fridge. Um, so. I need some dashing road stuff. So I was telling people at the surprise party last night, it was those people who just got married, all about you guys, because the guy, the husband, is like the most amazing chef. He doesn't do it professionally, but they bought a house in Conshohocken that it has like an industrial kitchen Yay. in it. And he is- Sign us up. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he's the most amazing chef I've ever met. And uh, his name's Leo. Leo, Gauntlet Throne. He's quite one. Let's have a showdown. Spaceman? Leo the Spaceman? <laughs> He's into 30 Rock the a lot right now. Oh, Rock. okay. <laughs> there are a couple shows that I told I him that? that I Were think he really would again? love. When? Season 4, episode 12. Jenna's birthday to, party. Yay! Yeah, I are was you, the bartender. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I'm in there. Nice. I smell homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not for today. We have too much to cook, but, but tomorrow, maybe. That was a while ago. It was a couple years ago now. Clearly, since they're in their like ninth season now. Are they really? It's crazy. Oh, did you Eight, read her seven. book? Who's Tina, Tina Fey? Yeah. No, I want to get it on the Kindle though. You well, the only I other I, way, I think I read it. It's great. I read it on one plane flight. It was eight hours and through and done. It was exactly perfect for. Oh, I have to read it. Um, Research. The only thing I think that would be better is they say that there's a. Um, See, I told you this was the giant. That's I feel like I have adorable. Wins. It's huge. It's I'm wearing a double XL t-shirt just so everyone is aware of what's going on right now. She's not. A She's a petite XL redhead kind of in a double XL t-shirt. <laughs> I sleep in mine, but I sleep in mine too. But no. I had to wear it today, so I was like, clearly she never got out of her pajamas. Or That's what <laughs> <laughs> I will cut off the neck and I will throw a belt on. <clears throat> nice. Looks lovely. Making. Well, it actually, work. I I hate to do this to you because you're wearing a mic and you look cozy, but can you flip around so we can read the back? Because I do remember yes. that their slogan is awesome. It's, yeah, go ahead. It's uh, act globally, drink locally. And then underneath it says Barrie, which is the name of the city that they're in in Ontario. So Barrie, Ontario, Canada, Earth, Milky Way, Universe, Infinity. Boom. That's their address. Boom. <laughs> no beyond? No, I'm sure that's copyrighted. I know that you don't usually care about copyrights when we talk and whatnot, but I thought that was great. It really does. They're... Um, I referenced them, good grief, maybe in episode five when we talked about beer swag and the things that they are the folks who have the stuff on the inside of their cap that said, don't drink and blog. That's oh, the same company. The, you know what? You I should drink I and blog. I do, and I do it often. Hope to make a living at it you someday. You know how many of those caps I had? Ten. They, oh, God, had to be at least 30. 30. You know what? We drank a butt ton <laughs> of flying monkeys. A butt ton of flying monkeys. I was gonna say monkeys. something else ton. I love watching you censor yourself. It's actually it's like kind of can humorous. you see me thinking about yeah. it? Yeah. I'm so used to it by now, sadly. Normally they had I great curse, like, slogans. 
inside of those cans. Sailor they were great. How can we get some? some uh, well, if we atomic if we take a couple's vacation to a Vermont cabin, Vermont is not very far from Canada. Canada. That's true. We could take a day trip to Omagang and uh, buy some flying monkeys. Yeah, that's true. We could do that. Sold. Road trip. Ian asked me if I wanted to take a winter trip because we well, and we had talked about it a couple episodes ago about where should we go because we were going to take cousin Max and his lady and we were going to go to Europe in the spring. Well, yeah. suddenly we're doing beer dinners all the time, so I don't think we can get away to Europe in the spring. And now it's like, hey, I like a cabin for four days. That sounds perfect. By long weekend, I mean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Get, let's be honest. Yeah. It's not really a weekend. <clears throat> it depends on what your job is. That's, uh, that's a good point. Weekend is in the eye of the beholder. That's true. That was the best, actually. That was my favorite acting perk, was having Monday, Tuesday off. There was never anyone oh. at the grocery store. The parking and the traffic was always easy. It was, it was great. You could go out for dinner whenever, and there was never a line or a wait. Or, it was good. That's very true. We went to the grocery store at 11.30 last night. That's the time to go grocery shopping. On a Saturday night? Oh, hell yeah. I did that in college because I didn't have a meal plan. So I would always buy my groceries like in the middle of the night. I would do all my homework and then, yeah, like 11.30. Mm -hmm. They were open 24 hours. It wasn't a big deal. The problem was you couldn't get anything from like the counters, the lunch meat and the... That's true. What? I just had a weird geek moment. Sorry. Continue your thought. Now I want to know your... share with the eye? Yeah. Sure. Well, there's the phrase, the eye of the beholder. Right. Which made me think, and I had to do a quick little Google check, and yes, I was right. There is a fictional monster called a beholder, which is often depicted as just a giant floating eyeball. (laughs) So, is that the eye of the beholder? (laughs) Where did that phrase come from? Wikipedia. What if it's actually a beholder? Like someone who holds bees? Yeah. Like a beekeeper? In a suit? Covered in bees. Uh, no, it's a bee holder. Not a beekeeper. So a bee holder would be like a jar. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ian with honey on his fingers and the bees like zipping around it. <laughs> bees love me. I speak to them. In French? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> or in Dutch, like you spoke to the lady on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I did not speak to her in Dutch. Spoke to her in French. Body language. That's what it is. When he says, I speak a little French, what he means is he knows a little French. Right. There's a difference. French kissing, that's a thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) Not with old ladies, it's not. Why not? Do you really want to be that that guy? Well, to find old. How old was that lady? Oh, she was super old and we didn't hook up. He's like, oh, I just ruined that surprise. Have you seen the Twilight Zone? That the um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Was it a giant with the pig people? Yeah, it's the best one. Is it one of the original Twilight Zones? Yeah. Oh wow. No, I don't think I've ever seen any. I don't like scary things. Though so good. I will it's say not that actually scary. On, uh, scary. on demand, I saw episodes of Mr. Ed the other day, and I hadn't seen that since it has kindergarten. nothing to do with the Twilight Zone, but... It's also you. old. You know, I heard that Mr. Ed was actually a female horse. That's awesome. So it was Mrs. Ed. And they made her lip smooth by using peanut butter. Yeah. You're a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a balloon sword. <laughs> I I really want to know that woman's like backstory that she was 
staring at it and fondling it so much trying to figure out what it was really lonely yeah it was like it was really no actually i know her husband oh really well that doesn't mean that she wasn't lonely (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, that's our reality anyway so next time you're back we will play trivia okay um we played it last week with richly and we have learned that we need trivia and moderation (laughs) what's the uh topic of beer 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 oh it's It's so broad which is the problem Right. It's too broad. I think that we need to, like, at least say ahead of time, like, which topic it'll be. That's fair. If I pick Or I just beer... need to start reading, doing my homework. <laughs> yeah, right. You didn't do your homework in school or in college. Why would you start doing your homework for a podcast? Because in school and in college, which are kind of the same thing, they're both school, I was really good at talking my way out of having to do homework. But you can't talk your way into a trivia answer. I can usually guess correctly, though, <laughs> just without ringing in first. Richly need buzzers. was awesome. He got the first question right. Like, boom, dead on. And then he tanked. And then from there on out, I mean, I might as well have been speaking Pig Latin because he had no idea what was going on for the rest of the night. It was Aww. literally Ian just sort of coasted his way through by over-undering Richly's answers. Richly is going to hear this. Yeah. By the way. That's the plan. I love you, Oh, he'll hear it. He knows. He was there. He was also sad. He was excited he, Oh, to he hear. was very sad about it. <laughs> He's excited to hear that you would be our next podcaster, though. Oh, really? This is what it's Cousin Max gets for going right out of town. You know? Oh, where's Cousin Max? Is he out of town? I don't think he he's is. He's on a retreat. Oh, uh, right. A retreat? Malvern. Yes. Yeah. He's on a family guy's retreat. That's so adorable. His homework yeah, for oh, next year. Oh, because Alex is having a, or she had a ladies' night. Yes. Or something to that effect. He asked me very kindly if I could convince you to go next year. Could I put it on your calendar now? Why don't you go? You're a guy in the family. Because I've never made it once in my I life. And it's guy. a religious retreat, and I'm not a religious oh, person. Oh, it's a religious thing. Neither is he necessarily. But he likes but the But he's doing the family time. thing. He is doing the family thing. That's sweet of him. I told him that I would, I would consider it, but that are. I think we probably have a beer dinner that weekend. <laughs> I like that you have my back. Good friend. <laughs> She's a good friend yeah. to me. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I, I will honestly say that 95% of the time I have legitimately been busy doing something. There's no way I could have gone this weekend. No. Oh, my no, gosh. You guys are so busy this weekend. Yeah. And you know, last year, and there, like, there's been so many other times when I've had shows and stuff like that. So it wasn't just me being like, oh, I can't go. It's like, I have rehearsal. I have a performance. I have beer uh, dinners. I have stuff to do. It's not yeah. just, I'm always busy, I know, but. I'm not just like, I'm not sitting at home that week and twiddling my thumbs being like, hey, hey, hey didn't have to go. Because uh, it, it does sound like fun from what they've all said. Yeah. We talked about that yesterday. It's just our version of busy versus the average person's version of busy. And they're not really, if we wrote Webster's Dictionary, it would be very different, I think, um, just because the first thing to go is sleep and the second thing to go is, you know free time or talking to our family and other friends and whatever and it's just truly we get together and it's like hey I'm here for the weekend and then we don't stop moving you know if if we actually need to have a conversation we have it in the car when we're driving from one thing to another or running this errand or whatever you just grunt at each other like cave people (laughs) there there are times there are times your husband probably misses you Do you at least have the same work schedule? Not even a little. No? No. It's terrible. And uh, he's been working overnight shifts, so that means I sleep on the couch to be with him. So he's playing video games and I'm sleeping on the couch. And uh, yeah, it's like my alarm goes off at 
4.52 in the morning and I get off the couch and go shower and leave for work and he's still sitting there playing video games and I'm like, I don't feel like I actually got to see you at all, but yeah. But you spent time together. Yeah, but we spent time together. But he doesn't like to cook. That's rough. He likes beer. Yeah. He keeps the website looking smashing. Oh, look that's great. nice of him. Yeah, he's awesome. Like, he's all about contributing however he can, but he really doesn't want to... It was uh, it was great, because at the barbecue, he started debating shrimp, and that was when him and Ian are standing... Right. I was, that was that was a moment. It was a magical, manly moment. It was definitely... Also, I think it was like a progression in their friendship. Sort of like... Jason... Well, I volunteered to devein the shrimp, which I will admit, had I known what I was Bad life into, choice. Yeah, I don't I do that. I would not have done that. And... We had, like, pounds of shrimp to devein. First of all, I blame you. You yeah. could have spent two extra dollars and got it done. <laughs> uh, Next year, yeah. I'll do that for you. Yeah, thanks. And so I'm, like, less than halfway through. And Jason's like, can I help you, Ian? And I was like, oh, my God, yes, please. <laughs> He's, like, crying tears of like, relief. This is probably the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, that's an awful task. It is. And I thought they were deveined, and what it was is that the two on the top were, but the next four dozen were not. You know, oh. it was just like, oh, it was, it was a bad combination of... Trixie habits. <laughs> Such is the way. He is. He will do He'll do anything needing done. I've had a beer dinner without Ian once, which was a little traumatic and very... He talked me through it on via text, like, as each course would come through. He was. That was the one night off that I actually had. I was playing video games, and I was like, it's cool. You're fine. <laughs> He's lying. He was stranded in New York. But <laughs> I actually looked into flights. I was like, hey, I live right near Dulles. What happens if you get on a plane from JFK and I'll pick you up at Dulles and my guests will be here at 7? Oh, it geez. didn't work. Um, Sounds traumatic. But Jason was a rock star as, you know, he doesn't know anything about serving or doesn't care about plating, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm handing him trays full of, like, a dozen beers and be like, hey, could you pass these out to strangers? Thanks. Oh, could you also take their coats and maybe clear their trays and just like make sure that they have clean forks? Trays? What Thanks. is this, a cafeteria? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such is the way of it. Poor Jason. He's a good sport. He is. He's a rock star. He's a good sport, but he's got a lot of, a lot of good stuff going his way. He gets cooked for all the time. It's awesome. That's true. Yeah, he talks about that a lot. Just about how it's, you know, we go back to that 1920s women's thing. And people beg to come over to our house for dinner because <laughs> they're like, hey, Jason, we know your wife's got us covered and we can't get a home-cooked meal anywhere else. Aww. Nathan came over the other night and he's, he said, I have been here for a month and this is the best meal I've had since <gasps> I've been here. Thank you so much. You know, And I wanted to send him home with leftovers just so that he would keep eating. But yeah, well, Nathan's also got a pension for eating at Wendy's, so <laughs> I don't feel that bad. It's him. great. Uh, one of Ian's friends just moved to DC, and I think we've only met once, maybe for ten minutes. I helped him load a U-Haul so he could move to Boston, and I found out he was moving to DC. So I just called him up and said, "Hey, do you want to come over?" And the answer was a big fat yes. That's awesome. So we got along great, and it was it was a good it was the start of I a good friendship. I should send um, Ray over to your house. You should do it. I really should. Good, you know, good day. you have like a YMCA. I'm pretty well. When we lived in Philly, we had a hostel. We had a four bedroom house that basically slept like 14 because there oh were, my god, my mom would come over and just bring beds. I kid you not, she would show up with a trailer and just unload beds into the house because she knew how much I loved to be a hostess. Yeah. And there was a point where I had to like cut her off because the 
the third floor bedroom started to sleep like eight the plus. orphanage yeah. <laughs> i was like it looks like a scene from annie like they're gonna be singing it's a hard knock life coming down the steps like, no they won't because you're gonna have like eight pounds of bacon for them. Yeah. <laughs> the problem was there was one bathroom you know, if you could oh have a do-over, God. it would be not having 14 guests with a beer party and one bathroom. Yeah. That's the thing, though. As much as that might be an inconvenience, like, one day of the week, the rest of the week, it's really not right. a problem. Right. Exactly. If you have, like, five people living there constantly, even then, it's like, hey, one bathroom. As long as they're not four women. minutes while I take a shower. Yeah. If you were a real hostess, you would have put a pot upstairs or something. <laughs> Oh, little bedpans. That'd have been yeah. a cute touch. Mm, thanks. Yeah, like remember how people. you put out <laughs> like little gifts when I stayed over. Yeah, you could just put pots next to the. You beds. just set the bar. And you could go buy like old pots too from like a thrift store. You get them for like vintage two bucks. pots. Vintage bed. Tie a little sachet of potpourri on the outside. Absolutely. So it's fresh. And... Okay, and on that note, guys. Done. Like Got show. it. We can come back. We're clever. All right, so it's about that time. Um, Jordy, thank you so much for coming out and hanging My out with us today. Entirely. Uh, an imperial red to tie over an imperial red. If anyone would like to find you to, to learn more about the, where they can see you on 30 Rock and other things, do you have a website? Or I a do. Tweet? It's jordywallen.com. Boom. J-O-R-D-I-W-A-L-L-E-N.com. And if you'd like to know what color our beer is, just... Go look to her, her website her. and look at her hair. And I think that's going to be my I've new uh, code name, Imperial Red. And uh, like there's it. some major I changes. Oh, I like it. it. There are some major changes coming at DashingRogue.com, so keep checking it out. Uh, obviously, we update it every Tuesday with the newest podcast, but we are putting together a compilation video of our beer dinners, and we're going to throw some menus up there so you can see all of the beer pairings that Ian and I live and love. And... Uh, Again, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Beer Mistress. At Dashing underscore Rogue. And always on Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue. Until next time, this is Shannon, your Beer Mistress. The Professor. And I'm Jordy. Thanks for joining us.